Hey, it's Dan Harmon from Harmontown. I want to tell you about an exciting new podcast coming to Feral Audio called Launch Left. Rain, Phoenix, and Moon Zappa are going to interview extraordinary minds, mavericks, and pioneers in their fields. This season, Launch Left is going to celebrate nonconformists like Michael Stipe, Shepard Ferry, Spike Jones, Mario Batali, and many others. And those guests are also going to spotlight their favorite left-of-center emerging artists. So listen and subscribe now at feralaudio.com slash left, iTunes, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can do it however you want, man. That's the nonconformist part. Feral Audio. Hello and welcome to Little Cuties. I'm Dave. And I'm Sean. And we are the Little Cuties and we refuse to grow up because we're a little tiny baby boys. How are you, Sean? I'm good. How are you doing, Dave? I'm good. I'm pretty good. We're both uh, wearing plaid shirts. We're both wearing plaid. We just I didn't mean get... to interrupt you. I no, want no, no, to hear no, how fine. you're we doing. We got to get it out of the open. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing a blue plaid shirt. Yeah, just you're in like... case that, that lingering question over people's mind as they listen to our plaid shirts. I, I honestly do think, I mean, and I, well, you know I'm an audiophile. Yes. I just, I, I know when I'm listening to a podcast, if a podcaster is wearing a plaid shirt. Yeah. Like, like I know when I'm listening to WTF, like what kind of salvage denim Mark Marin is wearing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, like what, what, like the wash of it, what kind of a color, what kind of a tone, if we're yeah. talking to light jean, a dark jean. I actually knew one time that he was wearing khakis that he just kind of wore around the house and then had paint splattered on them. But you are also renting out his guest room. Yes. yes. So you kind of just see that through his back window. Oh, I guess, I guess you could say. Oh, I guess you could say you're a fraud. Wow. I mean, usually it takes us about halfway through an episode for you to out me as a complete fraud. I'm but sorry. I guess we're but starting early this yeah. episode. No, it's fine. It's fine. We're also sitting really close together, yeah. uh, which we don't normally do, but really? it's yeah. fine. Um, I think I like it's going it. to change the dynamic. It, usually, it also takes us about three quarters of the way through before we start just full on kissing. So I think that's going to start a little early, earlier, too. And then just play the... The audio tape that we have that's rigged up to the point that we stop before we start kissing. Oh, yeah. We, so yeah. we pre-record, like, the rest of our conversation. Seamless. Seamless. Yeah. Well, you know, Dustin does uh, a lot, too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that was an audio yeah, yeah. glitch. Uh, that, we, we have an audio. We've mistakenly audio taped us kissing and then are playing it over us talking right now. Platonically. Sean, I think this was a, a fairly eventful week or last few days for a couple of us. You were telling me uh, that you are undergoing a self-imposed life change. Yeah. So, uh, well, you know, uh, Halloween, just like <gasps> every year. What, what, are you okay? Sorry, just the utterance Halloween. of that word is truly terrifying. Oh, you're scared of just the word Halloween. <sighs> I'm sorry. <sighs> Dave. Sorry, I just thought of ghosts and ghouls and witches' brews. Uh, all those things? Yeah, all, all at once. Anytime you said that word. And that word, okay, I'm not going to do it. You don't have to. Okay. Okay. Because I'm... You can just talk about the week in general and you can allude to it, but Look, if you, I'm just telling you... If, if this you, is a bit, that means that when we get to... Our fake sponsor. <laughs> then we just gotta talk all naturalistically, like a fucking indie drama. I don't mind. Okay. Also, our sponsor is Anomalisa. <laughs> is it the Charlie Kaufman movie? Jesus. No, it's not. It's not. Oh. They, they don't need to advertise. <laughs> the nerds will find it, baby. Yeah. If you shoot it, they will come. <laughs> if you move those little tiny puppets around and make us feel, they will we're come. gonna find it. Halloween. Also, Halloween. We just gotta. There's Halloween. A, <laughs> ah. I knew it. You're a fucking fraud. You're saying Halloween. Yeah. So that's I, not scary. Isn't that what it's called? <laughs> October 31st. Every year, 
People celebrate Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> um, you know that little well, horror film, The Howling? You're a... Uh, I mean, you and I have started many of these recordings with a bit of a sugar-free Red Bull. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and but also no more. when we drink beer during the podcast. Sometimes, often. if one of us remembers to get it. Yeah. <laughs> but I've got a sparkling water. You've got a glass yeah. of H2O. We don't need anything. Just our, just our personalities. Yeah. We're dying. We're dying. <laughs> Somebody get me something. So it's been two. I've been, you know, I've been drinking coffee since I was uh, probably twenty-two. I'd say. Cool. So you know, about a decade, and uh, I don't feel like you know, I I drink a lot of coffee. I drink, you know, I, you know, uh, and I I don't feel I feel a little sleepier. That's all. Just a little bit more, you know. Well, what what is uh, what led you to want to do this? Uh, that I just feel i've always heard that well okay specifically my I, I, my friend jason tesler uh told you know told me that he had quit caffeine and then he, that his energy was boosted or it's at least more consistent mm-hmm. um it wasn't an energy boost but i just wanted to regulate my energy level throughout the day because what will happen is i'll drink coffee and then it'll spike and then i'll drag my feet throughout the day you know after it it drops so i i just don't need that because i'm normally a pretty anxious person anyways so it really does raise my anxiety to you know i get that's you know stimulated euphoric feeling that coffee gives you which is the best in the world but then you know it you keeps you regular on the back end there ain't keeps no you, you get, regular you gotta on the fucking back end. pay the the dealer one thing i like about <laughs> coffee is it keeps me regular on my back end i said that four times <laughs> i wanted it to be extra funny did you like it i loved it um yeah, I've had a couple uh, – I did a sober June uh, a couple years ago just by myself. And that was at a time that I was going to a lot of – I would go to a, a, a bar in this neighborhood, public house, with friends every Wednesday night. And so doing that four times and just having water or uh, – I think at that time I would get you know whatever fake cola was in like the gun that they had. And it would just be – seemingly kind of a waste of time and I, I think I learned like oh no I think I maybe need to drink something to hang out in this bar yeah but not that's but that specific bar because right. I, didn't, I didn't totally miss it when the month was up and I said well what if I what if I just kept this going what if I just didn't drink anymore and then I started up again kind of pretty much in the middle of that thought yeah. which is which was fine I it's not like I had a, a a problem I just wanted to take a break and then with uh with an ex maybe like a year or two ago I did it for a month and that was fun too because there was also like I think I didn't eat bread either and it was just like a real fun kind of way to kickstart my body or trick it into thinking I was doing something I think I just made my body think like hey things are going to be a little bit different (laughs) around here and then I just like slammed it with you know whatever yeah uh, I just a million whiskeys you know I I already it's just any of those things it's like throwing a wrench into the gears for me but I I feel like it's like you know I'll I'll I'll, you know I'll be like I'll work out three days in a row and I'm like things are good and then I'll go to like you know I'll I'll just be working very hard and writing every day and and everything like that and then that night I'll go to a friend's birthday party and I'll you know I'll drink alcohol and then you know wake up the next day and then it'll just kind of offset my whole you know Sort of, sure, you know. Yeah. I mean, I definitely. But not, not uh, that it's like you know, I, I I love alcohol. I love caffeine. They're both great. I just wanted to do this for a month just to see if I felt any positive benefits. 
Well, for, you know, thankfully enough, they'll they'll welcome you back with open arms as soon as you want to come back. They're not. Uh, also, ca- caffeine like it doesn't have an effect on me anymore. You have to drink a lot of it now, you know, to actually. I mean, it does have an effect, but it's not as strong. And so, how much would you have to like to feel kind of jittery? How much coffee would it take? I don't really get jittery. I don't think I get jittery. I mean, I can go. I, what do you mean, jittery? You just like the highest point of like. I just mean like the reason, you know, yeah. the, the effect, the stereotypical effect of coffee. Yeah, I don't alertness, know. Alertness, maybe like, uh, you know, increased heart rate or anything like that. Yeah, uh, it, I mean, to, to that get, just doesn't happen. Yeah, anymore. No, 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 it does. It definitely happens, and it's not like that. Otherwise, it would be like, well, this is you know pointless anyways. Um, yeah, but. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I think uh, it, co- coffee definitely affects me. But I'm saying it's just – I don't get – go. it's just – I can drink like a, a venti, you know, iced coffee, you know. Is and, that the largest size? Yeah, and cool. it's just kind of it's, – it, it's, it brings my mood to I'm awake like at this point. And it's not like – I feel like a venti iced coffee has a ton of caffeine in it, and I yeah. know, and if you if you're not like if if you are a regular caffeine consumer, like you know you uh, like just say you drink a cup of coffee a day, just like one cup of coffee a day. I feel like that would sen- still be like, oh my god, this is a ton of caffeine. Um, really? Yeah, you don't think that's like? I don't think a cup of coffee has that much caffeine in it, but I definitely. I mean, I I I will experiment with untold amounts of caffeine, which, I mean, I don't uh, I don't love coffee, but sometimes. Um, this probably happens only about like, I guess this is still a lot, but I'd say once every like month and a half, I'll be up really early for some reason. Uh, this past time, it was because I had to move my car because, uh, you know, parking in my girlfriend's house is insane. And so I had to move my car and I was going back home anyway. And I stopped by 7-Eleven and got, and I've done this before. I don't have a cutesy name for it. It's just like disgusting diarrhea fuel, but it's like a, a small, um, uh, 7-Eleven hot chocolate with one of those, uh, I believe it's called Stock or Stoke. It's uh, in the cre- oh, it's in the I've creamer bin. It's, like a, shot of, it's a black uh, yeah, yeah. it's a black package, yeah. and it says that one. It's the size of a creamer, right. like a little French vanilla creamer. But it says that it's equal to two cups of coffee, and it's like this little. It's like sludge, yeah. and you pour it in, and you stir it up, and you're like, I don't have to drink coffee because it's bitter, but like I can drink this yummy yeah. thing for children, but it'll keep me up in the morning, like, yeah, yeah. and it really will. It'll power me through my, you know, if it's seven a.m. and I have to move my car and yeah. take a shower, like it'll it'll get me going. But it's it's I try not to. I'm I mean, there, I, I, at work, there's a line for the coffee machine, and I'm like, eh. Yeah. Uh, I like to drink yerba, yerba mate, which is good. Uh, it's I, I think that's the same as coffee. I don't think it's like a superpower. Is but it real? I don't think – no, not not nearly as much caffeine. I think yerba mate, ha- really? It has more caffeine than your average uh, – Tea. Yeah. 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 So I think it's close to coffee. Um but uh, but yeah, I'm not like I'm not leaning on any of those things like a crutch. But I I, I applaud you, and I hope that we can uh, you know depending on how regularly we we record this month, I would love to uh, track your progress. Yeah, I mean today after two days, you know, no headaches. Uh, I That's felt great. I felt like a little you know groggy this morning, and I kind of felt uh, yeah, it was it was it was tougher to get up. I did um, a month of no sugar, and the headaches were immediate really it was crazy yeah no processed sugar because it because the things that you don't think i mean whatever i i I hate i kind of don't enjoy being so health conscious i mean 
I'm sure my body appreciates it more than I do, but just having to like look at packaging and right. make sure you're eating or buying organic or just going, I'm going to prepare my meal instead of going to a delicious restaurant where they, you know, will cook something in butter right? because it's the best tasting thing you can imagine. Like instead it's just, I'll just make this chicken breast. Um, but f- you know, whatever, nothing, no dessert. I think I, I can't remember if I wasn't eating fruit either, but just like trying to do really no sugar was immediately more like any kind of withdrawal I've ever had. It was only sugar. God, that's insane. And, and I don't like, I don't drink soda really. I yeah. don't, I, I, it's not like I'm eating nine cookies a day. Yeah. Only eight cookies. <laughs> uh, no, but, but that was, that was a little bit tough, but, um, yeah, I wish you, I wish you luck. Um, I'm trying to, to, um, you know, sub in, uh, running at the gym. So for the past two days I've been doing that and working out like, you know, every day. So, that's great. Yeah. Uh, I, had a milestone of my own uh, yesterday, November first, marked ten years of me living in Los Angeles. Nice. Uh, and I know that that doesn't mean. I mean, not that it doesn't mean anything to you. But no, you know, but it you, does you've mean lived here your whole life. To transplants, I noticed that they'll they'll point out how many years that they've lived. You know, it's and, just such a huge thing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, totally, I don't yeah. remember the exact day that I went off to college for the first time because I grew up in Massachusetts, and after going to school for a year in Connecticut, I went to a school in Massachusetts. Yeah. Um, I also know. I feel like. If I was going, when I moved to New York for a few years, I remember I would keep track of like, oh, I've been here for six months, I've been here for a year, I've been, you know, but I, I'm just saying like, when you move to Los Angeles, it's so like, all right, we're going to take this fucking city by storm. So yeah. you, you start the first couple of years, I'm sure you're just like, well, what have we done in these two years? Yeah. <laughs> have I, you know, like, uh, you know, but it's you know, when you're, when you're from here, you know, you're born and raised here. It's like, it doesn't even, you know, make a difference. I would like to stop. I feel like I could stop. Ma- I, it's not that yeah. I make a big deal of it or throw a party, but I, I have like, I will write up a little post online about it or whatever. Like, right. And I've done it for a few years and I just did one yesterday that was like pretty silly. I just yeah. was, cause usually people are like, I met the love of my life and I, you know, I, right. I, I created uh Jake and the fat man. I don't know. That's a show. That's a real show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you're the, the creator of Jake and the fat man. Who? Me? Yeah, <laughs> I am. Uh, it was in, I think the early eighties and it, it just worked, man. It just clicked. TV was different back then. It doesn't matter. We'll talk about it later. Um, no, but I I had I just was like wow, there's a lot of weird memories I have because I just feel like I've lived several weird lifetimes out here. Yeah, because I was like, oh, this is the phase where I'm gonna like go to UCB every day of my life, and this is the phase where I'm going to try to create web content for Warner Brothers back before they uh, knew that you couldn't make any money that way. And this <laughs> is the time where I'm gonna like start a blog with my friend and write a book. And now I'm, you know. Uh, a content monkey, <laughs> but I'm one of the good ones. Um, no, I have several uh, pretty funny just memories of it's just such a weird because like, yeah. I've known you pretty much the entire time I've lived out here. Uh, not super well, but it's 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 just a it does feel like several different lives and it does feel like everything that happened before I was 22 and going like I'm going to move to Los Angeles. Yeah, was I was just a different kind of dumb. Because I was like, what will my life be? And thinking that once I changed it, I would go like, this is what my life is. But I'm still like, what will my life be (laughs) when I do something else? Um, When you're a carpenter? (laughs) Yeah. When I when I I was like, should I go to trade school? (laughs) How late is too late to go to trade school? Um, But uh, but yeah, that was a big thing. I, uh, I fired my therapist. Did you really? Yes, I did. Two sessions, two and done. Why are you looking for another one? Uh, no, I no. am not. You do not want to do therapy? 
No, it's not that I don't want to. I'll probably, probably, I'll probably look look into it again. This one was based on a recommendation, and I feel like that's sort of how you have to do it. And yeah. so there was this, you know, it was a perfect storm of, oh, my my friend recommended this person to me. This person takes my uh, health insurance. Um, it's close by. I can go after work. Like everything seemed to be perfect. And the review was, you know, oh, she sort of changed my life. And I was really excited. Yeah. It just was a very, I felt, uh, I sat down for that second session and thought like, I got to get out of here. Why? What would specifically? Oh, man. Um, I felt as though she was, dr- not felt she as was though. trying to make me more mentally healthy. No, just <laughs> no she, well, yeah, I mean, in general, yeah. that would, that would be her intent, obviously. But she was. I'm kidding. Was, I was, yeah. I'm, yeah, no, yeah. she, um, <laughs> she would listen because I had told her that my previous therapist was a lot of, mm-hmm, yep, okay, yeah. and how did that make you feel? And so I don't know if this was in response to that, but, like, I would say – I would talk for 10 seconds, and she would go – I would say, you know, yeah, and then, you know, um, I don't even know what I would talk about. But it was, I, I was telling her something about work, and she would say, okay, so – like, just cut me off and go, so with that, that – what it sounds like is that you were feeling – that people weren't listening to you. And so you, and it would just kind of go on and on. And after five seconds, I would be like, well, this isn't, I don't feel as though this is accurate and not like she was accusing me of anything, but I was just like, this is an insight that feels false. Did you try telling her that you don't think that's accurate or this is not? Yeah. And then what did she, how did she respond to that? She wasn't like fighting me on it. She's like, fine. Fine. And You're then, not and very then, she, accurate. And then, she, and then she crossed her arms and just went. <laughs> just a lot of that. <laughs> I was like, are you all right? She's wow. like, I'm fine. That's I'm just, not at all professional. I'm fine. <laughs> and she ate an entire like hummus wrap. Wow. Yeah. The long that way. No, that, no, no, no. That didn't happen. Um, no, it just uh, – it was just weird because, yeah, it, she was never offended. She, we, we would just be like, okay, let's move on. And then she would talk about something else and, and it would just be um, – it was just a lot of here's what I'm feeling and here's what I'm hearing from you. And I would just be like, I don't – I felt like not invested enough to be like, I don't think that's – I'm not – this isn't true. Right. Like you're not understanding me, and I then I just realized like, oh, this is just going to be a long road of me trying to get her to be like, no, this is actually what I'm saying, right? Because oh, oh yeah, one thing that I truly was like, I'm out of here is that she asked me about my relationship. I started talking about it, and I mentioned, she said like she asked me to like describe how we got together or something, and I mentioned it being sort of at the end of my previous relationship, which I then started to talk about for like say I say a minute. Right. So I'm like trying to do a lead into like, and then, you know, a week after that, I met, I I was at a party and I bumped into this girl. I hadn't, whatever. And 30 seconds into being like talking about a little bit of this previous breakup, she said, okay, you know, you're, what you're doing is you're focusing on the past right now. And what you need to do is you need to leave that behind because that's over. Okay, but and so what you're you doing right now is focusing on the past. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so as, as she was saying that, I was like, wait, what? I'm not. Because it wasn't me going like, and I never got yeah. over it. Help me. Right, right, right. I was going like, I was just telling her a story. And she was like, you really, you know, you're hanging on to this. And I was like, I've been talking for four seconds. Uh, yeah. So afterwards, I was just like, and then she gave me some homework with like a worksheet, and I just I knew that I was never going to see her again. I had a therapist like that 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 I that I ended up leaving at one point. I remember when, but I was going through a breakup at the time, and then this. Uh, oh God, I got to remember. You're bringing up with your therapist. Uh, yeah, that was yeah. The uh, it was a first session. 
I said I was you know you do the typical thing where you just went through the breakup so you're going like you're you're like you know picking at like the you know like you're going like and she would always do this and she was so self-centered and you know whatever it was right yeah and then she's like you know and then at some point she went like well do you think that maybe you're be, like defensively like really yeah and it was like such but i'm you know she's like well do you think that you're being self-centered a little bit you know like like with with that kind of tone in her voice weird and i was like thrown i mean it was really like bizarre and off-putting at that point <laughs> and i was like yeah why are you i was crying earlier in the session too and i was just like and she just <laughs> fucking doesn't get it she doesn't listen to me and you know and I, well, did you listen to her and you know and all this stuff and it, but like well maybe she, if you weren't a little well, bitch you cried <laughs> i'm i'm like and you're like wait a minute what <laughs> there's possibly stuff that was going on in her life i'm sure you know that was yeah. it felt like it was driven by something but i'm like Leave that shit out of our fucking session. And then, yeah, yeah. The, you know, I just I cut think, it off after that. Yeah. I think ultimately when and if I find someone new to talk to, it's going to be someone that I feel like so super comfortable with. Because, And this is not this is not like a character defamation or anything. It's not like a – but it was – you know, she was very like a little hippie-ish, like flowing kind of robes. There were a lot of – a lot of – clothes that accommodated movement a very small dark office it was just like they, the the whole situation felt very like i i felt like i was in a weird like you know prestige drama series that like has a flex of comedy where like i'm the you know anxious protagonist and it's like this will work right and then it's like you know they they hit a gong and they go like sit down and center yourself right it's like, oh boy i'm in for like mark duplass is really in for something this time you know uh that's who would play me in a show a handsome <laughs> good genius. uh no but but yeah it just was i was just very like this vibe is like completely wrong i can't even i'm not gonna totally, yeah um, but you, you shop around for other therapists yeah I, absolutely I know, you know, yeah um uh I, I i absolutely will but um that was uh yeah i mean uh, there's been a lot of reflecting uh halloween was um <laughs> was nice it was fun i swam in the ocean uh there's poisonous sea snakes apparently really do you know about this no uh, apparently snakes are coming for all of us oh they're coming to california so, <laughs> i mean i guess they're here i don't know uh i was in santa monica and people were talking about snakes okay you don't know about this at all maybe they were just fucking with me I'm going to search for poisonous, let's see, sea snakes, Los Angeles. Oh, it's a cool bar called Sea Snakes. Oh, my God. Sean, you're DJing there. Um, El Nino brings extremely venomous sea snakes to California. Uh, the, the, The headline is, the snakes have made themselves at home in the abnormally warm water off the California coast. Oh God, they look scary! Oh my God! Oh God! So they're yellow you and black. These sea snakes. Uh, there's no guarantee <laughs> El Nino will bring rain to a drought-stricken California, but it has brought venomous sea snakes. <laughs> so whoever wrote this is very funny. Um, okay, so they're in Oxnard. Uh, people were safe. What are uh, other beachgoers who reported seeing a snake the previous day likely encountered the same one? Um, that's horrifying. Yeah, yeah. A yellow-bellied sea snake. Please don't handle it. Uh, that's what Heal the Bay tweeted out. Um, yeah, we don't need to think about this anymore. It's very disturbing. But um, no, I didn't experience any snakes, but I, I've never been worried in the ocean. I just right. am like, I'm in the ocean. Even if the surf is choppy, I'm like, hey, this is fun. Right. But anytime I, my foot felt uh, seaweed, I was like, oh, my God, snake. I was just so like, what a way to die on Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
at the at the at the mouth of a venomous sea snake. Um, in dark so, waters. In right? dark waters. So now we have something to worry about. Um, but uh, all in all, a beautiful Halloween. Did you have a good Halloween? A great Halloween, yeah. Um, I went out with a fucking bang. With, <laughs> and I really drank. I drank a lot. I drank, you know. Yeah? Yeah. And I, and I also did. Were you mixing before. it up? I was mixing it up, too. You know, it wasn't smart. Interesting. But the next morning, you know, that night, I'm always very responsible. So when I got, you know, my lift dropped me off at home. And then I, uh, I took an emergency. I took. Two aspirin. Uh, I took four more shots, and then I put- <laughs> <laughs> very yeah, always yeah, I very like careful. A gallon of water, and then I woke up, and I, it was not too bad. And then I was like, you know what? That was a good send off, at least for this month. To just you know, I will say the retroactive uh, what, like what if I panic. A ton of caffeine that night. <laughs> I drank six cups of drink coffee. Six cups of coffee. Immediately to sleep. Yeah. Um, the retroactive like panic button, I feel, never helps me because if I get home. And realize I haven't had any water to drink and I d- hadn't taken aspirin. Yeah. And I do it right before bed. It doesn't usually help me, but I, cause I think the damage is done. And, but no, I just, it, I think that's just how my body processes oh, yeah, yeah, alcohol. Yeah. I was gonna, this was right before bed. And I was, it like, helps you at time. I, I laid down in bed and I was like, that's right. I should do this. Otherwise, my entire day is gonna be destroyed. And I was really, really drunk. Um, so yeah, and I did it and it just completely, you know, Josh. Uh, who will be on the show later? Uh, is, uh, Josh Heller uh, once gave me this like uh, specific pill for hangovers. Hangovers, yeah. It, was it called, called Chaser? Hangover. Yeah, it was. Uh, did it work? Yes, it really it did? did. Yes. Holy it really shit! Did. I'm gonna yeah. buy some. Yeah, I remember. I think um, it might have been during. Oh, are you supposed to drink with it? What? Are you supposed to drink on top of it? Like oh, alcohol? I don't know anything about it. I've never I had it. I just and I had just, a nice steak dinner. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. Uh, no, I used to. I think it was during um, like Howard Stern, but like in high right. school on the radio, I would hear these commercials for Chaser capsules all the time, and I just assumed they stopped making them. I thought it was like, um, you know, do you remember Extends? For the dick? Yeah. <laughs> the kind of the kind of pill. Dick hangovers. Yeah. When your dick is uh, too hungover to be large. <laughs> But that was a pill that promised that your dick would grow, and right. they and there was like some FDA thing where they were like, "This doesn't work." Yeah. So, you, so you can't Please. say you yeah. can't say that it yeah. works. So they're like, "Well, what the fuck are we gonna do?" And they're just were like, "Be creative." So their pill, their their ads would go that little pill that that uh, helps out. It would go uh, the little pill that helps out us certain part of the male anatomy and it was just a lot of weird winking and it never said like this will make your dick grow uh and i feel and i just assumed that chase sort of went the way of extends it was just like well this doesn't no, really work actually i'm gonna buy yeah. some yeah, yeah i'm gonna go online yeah, as soon great. as we're done yeah. oh god i have to write it down because i don't want to not uh <laughs> seriously i'm doing it i'm taking notes like i was pete holmes oh god religion death and sex baby um Oh my god! Uh, well, we should uh, we should take a break. Yeah, talk about some fake bullshit and then meet our guest. Let's do it. Let's do it, baby. <laughs> we'll be right back with more. Hey, Jeff. Welcome back to Little Cuties. As always, we have got to keep the lights on or they will shut them off. Our sponsor this week is BarkBox. Now, what is BarkBox? It's a monthly box of dog goodies. Sean, I know that you're familiar with 
monthly subscription box services that will bring treats of all sorts to humans. Oh, absolutely. Beauty products, food, healthy snacks. We're talking humans still, right? We're still talking about okay. humans. Uh, you know, um, nerd culture right. uh, stuff. We already, we, you know, we've done a whole bunch of subscriptions. For people. For people. Okay. Now, BarkBox... Uh -huh. takes that same philosophy that proved so successful to humans and applied it. I'm lost. I'm so sorry. I'm really... I, I was okay. 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 I'll start over. So <laughs> since the beginning of time, people have wanted a box to show up on their doorstep. Yeah. And just for once, they'd the like baby. it to not contain their wife's severed head. Hello, Kevin Spacey. What is it? What is it a reference to? Oh, I don't know. I just made it up. <laughs> anyway, BarkBox.com is your destination for a box of goodies for your dog every single month. We're talking treats. We're talking chews. Have you ever heard of greenies? Yeah. Greenies keep your dog's teeth real healthy. For dogs. Yeah, Sean. Okay, are I'm you sorry? I just something. I know you're I'm a little sleepy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, but so you know. Yeah, dogs. You know, I mean, you're sometimes you you you've walked dogs for a living. Yeah. You love dogs. You know what dogs are. Yeah. You know what humans are. Yes. So I'm talking about. I'm just the only reason I talked about humans before dog boxes, like with Gwyneth Paltrow's head in it. Yes. Um, I no. just made that up. You just made it up. <laughs> you're smart. Yeah. Hey. Hey, Sean. Do we? I've never. <laughs> I feel like I don't say this enough, but you're. <laughs> you're great, man. You're great too, Dave. You're just like you're like a smart guy, and you like you're tearing. You work so hard, and like, <laughs> what's wrong? No, I was just supposed to talk about bark box. You get like a yeah, treat for your dog, like dog too. Because I know this like earlier, you're being a little bit emotional and stuff. And like, I don't know, man. I just I've lived in LA for ten years, oh, and no, I've just Dave. been like looking for. My tribe, you know, yeah, like you people say, we're looking for our tribe. Really no, dying. no, I try. I tried to go to Burning Man five years ago, and nobody wanted to see my dick. I painted it to like look like an That's elephant. I no, I just mean in general. I just feel like I'm not. People don't like get it, and they don't get me. But what? I feel like you do, and you're like a good guy. And like Dave, we do this podcast, and, and it's that's like why I don't, I don't I just, hang out with you for the charity of it. I no, like I know, you. I, I know, really like you. I you're know, a I, you're a good guy. Sometimes just, you do weird things with paint and your dick. No, no, I, I would know. Just stop I doing never, that, though. Okay? Yeah, no, that I okay, will. You promise, though. Okay. Yeah, no, I will. But other than that, it's like. That was like a one-time thing, and I try to like make a one -time people thing though. But anyways, to continue. But yeah. but. I mean, I painted it other stuff other times. That's what you meant by that. You're saying one time you painted it one color and one time you painted another what color. Time it was, I get it. What I time it was like get, a pink? No, I'm talking about what the... What time it was a pink elephant, like the pink elephant logo? Yeah, I remember And then that one. one time it looked like Max Rebo, you know the blue elephant from... You pink elephant one? What? Is that you would think that the dick would be the snout, but not yeah. the way that you had it. No, the balls were the snout. Yeah, the balls were the snout. The balls, balls that was were, weird. That was weird. Yeah. Oh, now I know why it was weird. Yeah. But then the next the time I did it, trunk, I did Max Rebo from the from Star Wars, the blue elephant who's in the band. Oh, that's what that was. Oh, now I get it. <laughs> yeah. And I got kicked out of the goth dance club. Right. Because they only like wanted to talk about the Matrix, and I wanted to talk about Star Wars. 
Right. Uh, but the thing is, I haven't even seen some of the Star Wars movies, so like, I can't even be a nerd the right way. But you like that one Star Wars a lot, buddy. The Ewok that, Adventure. All, yeah. I like the Ewok Adventure. Hey, when they say, you know, when, are you like the Ewok Adventure? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the that's the one you've seen. You yeah, haven't seen the original Star Wars. No, I saw the Ewok Adventure, the oh, one they made from one. from outtakes from Return of the Jedi, the Ewok Adventure. Did they really make it from? Uh, is I it? think so. Oh Jesus. Um. But yeah, you're not I guess Star I'm Wars just fan. saying, I'm like, 10 years in L.A., you yeah. try to find people you like, uh-huh. and people who understand you, they're going to, like, pay attention to you and, yeah. like, get you, like, really, truly get you. I'm, like, watch movies with you and, yeah. like, eat pizza. And they say, that, like, the oh, pizza dude. out here isn't even that good, but you're it's so good. gross right now. I'm you're gross. Just, yeah, you don't you like got, me. Like, <laughs> like, do you not just, like me anymore? I, you're just like making this face, and I just don't like it. Oh, I don't like I won't, it. And I'll look I, away. And then I, okay. Should I look away? I just, I'm sorry. I'm I, just trying to. T- I, I just mean, I'm get, just... I just got what everyone was. Why everyone oh, treats you this way? No, oh, that fucking, makes me feel such a fucking sad. loser. You're a loser. Look at you. Look at your posture. Look at your fucking clothes. Well, okay, I guess I'm like, wearing a I'm wearing a red flannel. Yeah, I wear what a color blue. Is your, it's yeah, it's blue. fucking blue. But it's, it's blue, but, like you, buddy. But I thought it was nice. I guess I I guess where'd you get it? Men's Warehouse, American Apparel. Did, let's see the tag. I don't even believe you. Look, it says American Apparel. Oh, it does say American Apparel. I guess if people <laughs> want me to stop crying, they can go to BarkBox.com and sign up for our premium dog monthly subscription service. Get your dog treats of all kinds. Are there greenies? Yeah, for there's people? greenies. Oh, you oh, it's no. still not, not following this. Sean, get your head in the game. Just like I've got <laughs> my head in this BarkBox. And I don't even have a dog. You're a be- beautiful guy, buddy. Hey, I'm going to eat some dog food. <laughs> we'll be right back to introduce our fabulous guest on an all-new Little Cuties. All-new? <laughs> wow. Can't wait. Hey, we're back. Hi. It's me, Dave. (laughs) (laughs) Classic comedy. You little stinker. You know what my friends like to call me? They call me Little Devil. They do? I mean, a few of them do. Who? You and a couple other people. No, I don't call you that. I call you a little stinker. Why do I have to play along? It's my show. Okay. Well, it's also my show. Oh no! I just realized it's our show. Oh wait, you're you're three fourths of the share. You're share shareholder. Of I'm primary of shareholder. Yeah. I've been trying to buy you out of your. Well, hole. you bought me out of that qu- that that quarter stock. <laughs> <I remember? laughs> I was like, I'm so hungry and I don't have any money on me, and this pizza place only takes cash only. And I had all the necessary yeah. documents on me. You had <laughs> everything. I carry all of my yeah. all of my stock option do documents. <laughs> In a tiny folder yeah. that I keep in my back pocket. Yeah. Anyway, we have a lovely guest that I'd love for guests. you to introduce. This guy. Oh, my God. I can't stand up about him. Josh is my oldest friend. Josh Heller is my oldest friend. He's the loveliest human being I know. Just one of the, the, the fucking the, the, the greatest guys. We have, we have shared. We've known each other for. Take a, take a guess, Dave. Well, I shouldn't guess because I know you told guess me. Guess low so that we can go up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Wait, yeah, 12, 12 years. <laughs> Higher. Okay. Uh, 12 years. Oh, sorry. Higher. 13 years. Higher. 25 years. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly on the money. And you know what? It was our 25th anniversary just, what, two weeks ago? Wait, you know the date that you guys met? 
No, we, we know generally when school started, when we were in the cl- same class. Because we met in second grade. Second Ms. grade? Becker's class. Who? But, is- but jo- Josh Heller is here. Yeah, Josh Heller's here. Josh Hi. Is- oh, hello. <laughs> I wasn't sure because I've been here. Josh yeah. really likes to no, be no, introduced. No. Let's, let's live. Josh, Josh, yeah. Let's live in the fantasy that we that we whisked you in from your. your- oh, no, I've been here for two, three minutes. Yeah. Two, three minutes tops. Yeah. 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 You're yeah, out yeah, of breath yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> I just, I, ran, I just ran up here. It's like it's like you're Dave, and you heard the word Halloween. Ah! <laughs> oh no, I get Why scared. You know no, I get no, no. I, just get, scared. I get scared when Dave gets scared. scared. Yeah, that's your biggest fear. Is, my, is me being. You know what's weird is that I get calm when Josh gets scared. This yeah. is like a crazy triangle. It's because you're a sociopathic baby. <laughs> uh, but thank you so much for being oh, here, yeah, Josh. You, yeah. um, you. Uh, I had to leave. Um, my dinner a little bit early, but listen, it was because they were serving, the food was like a little slow, but I missed my <laughs> pistachio ice cream. It's not really like ice cream, but it's like an ice uh, I wish I could have provided you some pistachio. No, no, it's okay, but it's for, it's from Bollywood Restaurant. And Where's that? It's on Ventura Boulevard. It's like an Indian restaurant. Ooh, the valley. It, is it like Bollywood themed? It's, no, not really. It doesn't have like movie posters from... There's not, no, no. It's just that Lolo, my aunt. Yeah. Uh, she likes to eat there, so I went there with her. Is it good? It's pretty good. Yeah. The dish I got wasn't that great, though, truthfully. Today, yeah. Today only. I haven't had Indian food for quite a long time. But the food is not Bend It Like Beckham themed. No, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just making double Can sure. You, uh, follow, okay? That place, Annabarg, that says it's like grand opening, but it's been grand opening for... Oh, on Vermont? Yeah. That's such a fucking funny idea to name a restaurant Grand Opening. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Going for all the time. <laughs> that is a whole stretch of restaurants that um, that are – it looks like a weird movie backdrop. Like the the owners trying to distinguish them from being separate restaurants was like very – like they barely tried where it's like – Indian restaurant. The oh no, you're thinking. Of, I'm thinking of the one that's uh, that's. I'm thinking oh, of a different one. Lotus. Yeah, uh, you're th- you're it's talking about the Seven Eleven. It's like the Indian restaurant adjacent to Seven Eleven. Ooh, that one used to be. Uh, that one was, I think, a previous Indian restaurant, and then it was a place called not not California Chicken Cafe, which is a popular chain, but it was Love called it. Chicken California Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> like, they, they were... Did they do those same similar fonts and everything? No, unfortunately, that would have been a little bit too blatant. Did they do it? They just did it for, like, the SEO traffic? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for people, like, typing into Yelp, like, where can we get delivery from? Oh, is this the same place? I think they have chicken wraps that are bad. I tried it once. There was bones in my food. You're kidding. I had a wrap full of bones. Wow. I mean, I ordered the bone wrap, but <laughs> but hey, seeing that, and here's a little story about going to the California. That's the bone wrap. I know. I could have gone on. I was gonna drop a beat for you. <laughs> okay, do it. Ready? Let's go. <laughs> I was driving down the street to. <laughs> I gotta wait for the beat, man. No. <laughs> no <laughs> No like No look that's how I rap And that No, no. <laughs> Just barking a very specific order <laughs> And dispensing with that uh, Doesn't change um, Josh likes Josh likes uh, Joshua likes Joshua likes Are you Josh, say, no, say Throw like down a beat for Josh though Honestly Do you want a freestyle? Everybody on the spot. Josh likes to make beats. I can freestyle, but let me see. Josh makes beats. 
That's great. Yeah, man, I'll make you beat. Sean, you're... Sean, Sean <laughs> is... Put on a beat, and then he'll lay down a freestyle beat to the Sean beat. is pointing at Josh. <laughs> like, Wait, I thought you were about to say... Because Sean, Sean was doing a dog voice, and then he was doing, like... Uh, that's, I'm just doing him doing that. That's for me to do it, because he was doing it. And, and Anyway, but then also, I thought you were about to do, like, your evil dog, which is the thing that I love so much. Have you ever seen his face? I have a f- this face uh, that no, I... No, I'm that learning. I this face. Josh, for some know, reason... Sean's been doing it, like, since we were like kids but I just whatever he does it it, it really makes me giggle not, I don't even know can that convey on a I podcast I think I vary it constantly and then you laugh at it every single time so I think that's let's take a look same. it's like wait tell me if I'm doing it right like I won't look <laughs> is it right no no, no. that's <laughs> that a good one but that's like your more creepy guy no it's the dog mean dog <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay, let me see. Oh my god, that was okay. We're gonna we're gonna make we're gonna no we're gonna make the art for this episode. The three of us. The face. This, yeah, please. Will you oh, do yeah, it? I remember. I'm uh, scared. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't want to overpromise, but that was very funny. Uh, Josh and I have so we uh, you know how you, you got like a friend and you you know a what? What's your oldest friend, Dave? Uh, Who I would, is your oldest friend? What's my, your oldest friend? What is he? My oldest friend's name her, is or her. My oldest friend's name is Brett. He, we've known each other since we were 11, uh, and he lives in Boston with his beautiful wife, Anna, and their new baby, Jake. And Jake is a perfectly shaped little baby. That is a perfectly round head. Yeah? Yeah. I haven't met him yet, but I'm hoping <laughs> to soon. Real cute. Is, Brett, uh, do you talk to him a lot? He, uh, he and I... So here's the thing. I was actually going to ask you guys this anyway because I th- I didn't know that you guys had known each other since second grade. I knew you guys went way back. But it's interesting. I mean, it's it's um, it's wonderful to have a friend that you've known for that long. My friend, uh, my friend Brett, we still talk. He'll text uh, me about whatever. We, we talk about, like, you know, movies and TV shows and, and, uh, and music a lot because we used to play music together in, like, middle school and high school. And we would we just – his family had, like, every channel and, like, a huge TV. So we would just watch tons of movies, like – constantly and so he was like obsessed with he would just watch hbo at like five in the morning so he would come in and be like i watched this weird eric roberts movie from like 1986 <laughs> and i'd be like no one knows about this was eric star roberts 80? movie yes i love that movie sean did the exact it's same genuinely thing. not not an eric roberts movie where people go that's eric Mo- roberts in some shitty cable movie but like this is sorry is like a, a is you know, Bob Fosse directed it. It's a masterpiece. It's a great movie. That, wow. That experience that you're describing, uh, your friend is exactly how it's for Sean. Like, Sean would stay up all night and we'd sleep yeah. over and like, we would watch these like, just deep it's cult obs- movies or like, or just like whatever's on like, uh, yeah. I left in Josh's, Josh's uh, yearbook for, uh, what grade? Like eighth grade. Probably. Eighth grade. I, was, I made this giant list of cult movies. Sean hates uh, looking at though. Cause he, I hate he, it. Cause, cause it makes me, <laughs> he like, he's like, he's like, I'm trying to be really edgy here. Say, like, <laughs> yeah, because it makes me. Because as a child, you know, you don't you don't have your so voice like, set in emotion. Of like, it was like watch Zombie Two because it's a little bit raunchy or something like that. Or, something about no, I was telling <laughs> you to watch some movie because it was like because there's like a lot of TNA in it, and I'm like, who the fuck do I think I am, Howard Stern? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that that is truly. I mean, we would watch um, we would watch MTV Two because MTV Two had come out around that time. What we watched. Uh, well, Wonder <laughs> Chosen was was after I graduated college. It was, oh, yeah, yeah. but we would, but that would, MTV Two would actually just show wall to wall alternative videos, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's how I learned about like uh, Built to Spill and Guided by Voices and all these bands that would just 
you know, suburban Massachusetts, like pre, it wasn't pre-internet, but it was like, you know, dial up. It was AOL. It was like, I mean, you know, when we were in sixth and seventh grade at sleepovers, eating pizza and calzones and just watching fucking whatever, like it, and it wasn't like, let's we'll come over. We'll watch back to the future. It would just be like, we get every channel, like this movie's about to start and we go, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And so I had friends that we would watch like Empire Records and Pulp Fiction nine billion times. But Brett and I would watch whatever, and we had a couple uh, other friends that, that would do that with us, too. And Brett is the one that I, we still talk. He was like I, – I, I could go back and find it, but I, he was – I think the thing we were talking about – so his baby is two or three months old, and he was texting me from the delivery, delivery room – or from the waiting room in the hospital because he was – you know he hadn't slept in days. His wife was like – you know, I don't know how far apart our contractions were, but he went to see the band Hum, who, if you, if Hum means anything to either of you, it was this alternative band from the 90s. Sean we, wouldn't know, but I know. We, <laughs> we were obsessed with them, and we never got to see them live, and they reunited this year, and so he went to see it. He went to see them. We never talked about it, and he was texting me. What's, and the he, sing, what's their single? Uh, stars. She thinks she missed the train to Mars. She's out back counting stars. There's zebras on the album. Yeah, there's a zebra and there's a green background. It's called You'd Prefer an Astronaut. Um, and uh, he was texting me to be, I, I can't remember if it was a review of the show or if he was like asking me if I'd seen Mr. Robot. Whatever it was, he was like, hey man, I'm about to be a dad any minute. And I was like, holy shit. So we were texting back and forth. That I know of. <laughs> my first kid that I know but we were having like a really fun we were talking about music I mean it was like we. I met him when I was 11 and it's like weirdly nothing has changed except you know almost two years ago I went to his wedding and you know he just had a kid and he's living you know he was like a uh, like metal guitarist in like an instrumental rock band that was signed to like a pretty decently sized East coast record label for a while. And then he just, he, I think he still works at monster.com. Uh, he has this adorable baby and a super nice wife who I met at the wedding. Cause we just, I've been gone for 10 years. So we, we, but he's like the only one that I stay really, really, really super in touch with. And he's like the best. And I, my, my other like super best friend, I severed ties with when I was like 26 because he was a complete lunatic. And I've told, I've talked about him a little bit on the podcast, but he's like, I can't remember if we talked about it. We did talk about it a little bit on, uh, on the Amir episode. Do you guys have any friends that are just like, they went away? They went away? Like, I mean, yeah. like, they had to go away or you lost touch with them because shit went down or like they just, they, they, uh, yeah, something happened. It's weird because there was stuff. I feel like there was that, like we cut, well, we just like stopped hanging. Yeah. There's some people like early, like from elementary school that like we don't see, but it was like, there was some like easy cuts because like we, we like went to different schools. Like we were yeah. in, like, we went to like the feeder school for our junior high. Mm-hmm. But then we went to a high school that was like really far away. Yeah. From everyone else. So I feel like that are kind of North Hollywood studio city people, which I mean, they're, you know, it's, it's a cool, glamorous place. There's like a dark side, you know? Yeah. It's like then, and so that's kind of the community. That's where we grew up. But then we went to high school in the deep Valley. How deep? Northridge. So it's like, Oh, sure. Tampa and Roscoe. It's like 
seriously, for, I had never been out that far. Mm-hmm. We like, take a bus every morning. It's 40 yeah. minutes, like, on the bus. So we, we've been commuting in L.A. since we were, like, little kids. Yeah. Wait, but, 40 minutes on the bus from the valley already? Yeah. Like, from, yeah, like, from like the, the east, uh, like, Laurel, from, like, Laurel Canyon and Ventura stop. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I was, wow. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I kicked off my other bus, but I was able to, like... You got kicked off your other bus? Yeah, because I wrote a letter to the bus driver. What did it, what, what did it say? <laughs> I just, it just said, I think I just, I think she was, like, rude to us, and I was like, I don't feel safe on the bus, but it was like, we went to a school that was, like, trying to teach us how to, like, you know, write and, like, be kind of, like, you know, like, a little bit, a little bit edgy or whatever, so I wrote that, I thought that everyone would think that was cool, but then instead, like, the administration of the school was, like, man, you gotta stay off that bus, you were rude to the the bus driver. Did you give the letter to the bus driver? Yeah, and then she showed it to, like, the... What kind of stuff did it say? You know, I don't totally remember because it's just one of the the. the oh, it was like really. There was a c word was tossed around. A oh lot. my god! Wow! <laughs> wow! Miss Carter said this. Yeah. Miss Carter said that. Yeah, yeah. She's like, don't refer to me as Miss Carter. <laughs> I'm. I miss it. Miss Carter's. A I'm cunt. happily married. <laughs> um, no, but then yeah, we so we would ride the bus, the Ventura yeah. bus to. Um, to our school. To, to Northridge, yeah. I want to tell this story about Josh Aller when we... Uh, you want to tell a story? Fourth grade. Yeah. Miss Abronson's class? Do you remember the story? I didn't Josh? Know her as my teacher. No, we were in the same... Cl- no, Williams. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, sure, Miss Williams. Miss Williams' class. We were, uh, we, were, we were sitting there just goofing around, talking about Beavis and Butthead. Right? Perfect. <laughs> talking about Beavis and Butthead. He's like, oh, that he, he was, they were playing frog baseball. And then blah, 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 blah. This is like way. Yeah, we were talking about the, <laughs> we were talking yeah. about the pilot of Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah no, we are so L.A. We were watching like, the pilot. <laughs> Gotten into VHS. You're so, like, I think I the show has a chance. For whatever reason, we were talking about frog baseball. I think that it was, it was saying like, Oh, you know, like this, like, you know, Beavis and Butthead right now that's on the air is like really like, you know, it's like, it's like the mainstream version, but then like the old version, you know, like was really like hyper violent and stuff like, you know, but I think that's what you're saying about the secret version. Yeah. The the one episode. Did you watch the South Park before it was out? Like, like at Peyton's house, like we watched like the spirit of Christmas, like like, this show is going to become so big. Yeah. Whatever happened to that show? Just because like people's. (laughs) Dad's like because it was like made as a weird Christmas card to give to like industry people, right? Yeah, the spirit of Christmas, so. and then it was like, and someone's dad was like a producer or something. Yeah, it was just like like deep. But anyway, but oh, but so then we were we were sitting there and we're just you know we we're talking about TV shows, and then uh, just horsing around, and then Miss Williams was like, "All right, quiet, everyone, quiet." And uh, so I immediately turned around. I was just like a fucking do-gooder kid. And then uh, Josh kept talking to me. And I was getting like uh, like a little anxious, you know, like uncomfortable. And I'm just like, Josh. Your neck was getting hot. Yeah, stop talking to me. Josh, Jesus has to be quiet. And then uh, Josh is just continuing. To, he's like, I don't care. I don't care. It doesn't matter. I don't have to listen to her. I give bus drivers letters in the future. And then, uh, and then Miss Williams was like, Sean, I said stop talking. <laughs> Writes my name on the board. Ooh. Yeah, right? So I'm sitting there just, you know, paralyzed. You yeah, because like, your name's on the board. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, ah, no. You know, Josh sitting there laughing at me, <laughs> <laughs> laughing hysterically at me. Right? So she's going on with her lesson. And I'm sitting there and I'm almost. I'm, I mean, uh, do you sit right? You sit right yeah, behind him? Yeah. You're sitting right behind yeah, him? Yeah, I think we're like. 
Well, the, we were sitting at a long table, yeah, and oh, they were sitting okay, next, okay. you know, like I actually don't side. remember this at all. Yeah, yeah but, I, <laughs> but I love to throw the story around. So then, so then I'm like sitting there, and I'm just, you know, I'm the verge of tears, and Josh is like, <laughs> "You get in trouble, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right?" And then she, and then I hear Miss Williams go. Now I see who is the one who was really talking. <laughs> Wait, I didn't say that correctly. Now I see who is really horsing she was a, around. She was a gigantic, like, <laughs> yeah, stone yeah, statue. Yeah, yeah. Now I see. She was like, yeah, who is really at fault. You know, and then erases, erases my name Sean. on the board and writes Josh Heller. <gasps> and... Yeah. And that got me messed up for life, man. <laughs> I haven't been able to remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> haven't been able to write my name on a board. <laughs> it's a bummer. You know what's funny? I was at work uh, last week and I was I just I was goofing off and some we're all whatever, everybody's a peer. No there, there's no right. like teacher or boss really. But we were like brainstorming something and I like made some joke and, and someone as a goof went over to the dry race board and wrote my name on the like at the top of the board Ooh. and just said Dave and everyone went ooh and I was like that's not fair and then, <laughs> and then she drew three green check marks next to my name like which I don't have that's any positive, um positive isn't it well I don't have any like I don't really remember that like that's not like a that's benchmark specific. of yeah, my yeah. elementary school but I feel she like she makes it more <laughs> super but I feel specific. like that is the kind of thing where you get like weird demerits where it's like you're now your name's on the yeah, board yeah, like, now your last name's on the board yeah, yeah. now there's a check now yeah, you yeah. have an x yeah and there were just all these like weird uh implementations to keep kids in line which like either worked or didn't i mean it's funny like clearly there's some kids who just didn't respond to authority that yeah. way but like you know you're you, you're you know your name's on the board you're what do you think that, that happened sorry like, no, go ahead. What, what do you think like what is like the the demerits like what like if your name is on the board like what do you think that affects like that sentence, right? That's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> did you not go to? Um, did you not get? To, did you not get to go to, to the American Gladiators? Uh, and we had to go with like Jonathan's family, like afterwards. a taping oh, of American no, no, no. Gladiators. Yeah, yeah. Did I go you to, fucking LA. No, kids. we didn't get it. We didn't get, to, <laughs> I didn't get to go initially because we got in, like we. I don't remember what it was. Oh, because we good. got in trouble, and then the school was like, "You're bad. You have to stay here." <gasps> Our school was at next to Radford Lot, so it's like they. We, oh my god! And stuff, or you like, go to tapings? tapings, and then we did our like holiday shows there and stuff. At Radford? Yeah, it's so weird. At, sorry, for CBS Radford is a giant uh, studio lot that like where TV shows like Parks and Rec was shot there, and and uh, you know shows have their writers' rooms there and production offices. That's so yeah. That's so cool. when we were kids, there was like an option to opportunity to go to to um to see um, American Gladiators, but we I wasn't allowed to go because I think that day I was being bad. So then this like mom was like up in arms and she's like I'm gonna take you guys anyway and so like, we went like on a Saturday was, were you there to see American did Gladiators did you ever see American Gladiators getting taped did, did you, you no I yeah I, but I think I went I, you went with the actual class I think I went with the actual class how was laser <laughs> <laughs> fucking top form <laughs> what does he ever drop the ball <laughs> uh, I never American Gladiators wasn't a part of my uh, I didn't watch it growing up but it's I, like as a reference point it's really funny that it's funny to look back on like those stupid spandex leotards and like firing like you know whatever foam balls out of a cannon and be like yeah. that's dumb and yeah, then and a like, show like that evolved to keeping it up with the Kardashians <laughs> but a show like a show like Wipeout where you're going through like an yeah. obstacle course and being hit with foam balls and like hitting each other with like giant mallets like oh this is still yeah. this is like the biggest show on TV right or yeah what? it was at one point for like years that's crazy um, yeah. well everyone's still stupid no matter what year it is <laughs> um so, so we're sort of getting into what kind of kid were either of you. Oh, can I also tell one? one uh, so, 
Josh, uh, well, yeah, Josh had uh, attention deficit disorder. Really? What's <laughs> so, that like? <laughs> <laughs> no, we, yeah. You, you had trouble Over the years focusing. I realized and... that I also definitely have it. <laughs> I, I mean, I didn't get it, I didn't get it like, okay, we can tell the story, but I didn't, it wasn't fully like, I know until I was in 10th grade. This had nothing, nothing to do, this is the story that I'm about to tell, but Josh is always trying to constantly convince me, insert a memory back into, you know, like what something that, that didn't happen. Though? I'm just curious. He doesn't tell me that I, that, that I, that I picked up a, a cinder block and threw it through. Who? Which teacher was it? Um, I think it was Miss Becker. Miss Becker's her car window. You he, did? No, <laughs> it didn't happen. But he keeps he keeps referring. He's like, remember that fucking time when you you threw a cinder block through Miss Becker's window? And he thinks that if he says it enough, eventually it'll just ingrain in my mind. <laughs> of course, from like probably from seventh grade until like just two or three days He's ago. He's been doing it. Yeah, yeah, Can, yeah, yeah, yeah. Psychologically incept a memory. Yeah. Do, you, do, do, you, do you remember specifically not doing that though? Oh, that's a really good point. You're right. Like, can I say where I was on that specific afternoon? Which is what? What? What, it was, what afternoon um, it was, was probably that? Like mid-April, like probably. Oh, mid-April. Oh, I was busy then. <laughs> I was definitely. I was watching. Oh, mid-April. I was finishing a novel, so probably. <laughs> yeah. I was probably spending a lot of time inside. Hard at work. Yeah, but what was that novel about? <laughs> well, it was about this little boy who yeah. takes a center block. Like, oh, oh my god! god! <laughs> he says. <laughs> um. No, uh, I uh, so we got we got a question that will hopefully uh, uh, lead us somewhere. I asked I asked our, uh, our audience very short notice if uh, if if anyone had any questions for you about what Sean was like when he was a kid, um, and I, I would hope that you guys could maybe uh, trade off. But uh, this is kind of a jokey. <laughs> it's a jokey question yeah. that I hope could have a real um, application. But the question comes from Ricky Perez at the Slick Rick Fifty One. How many threesomes did Sean have in middle school? <laughs> so, so obviously, I, I, I'm assuming zero. But it does, uh, it does beg the question: uh, Were you popular with the girls? Were you? Uh, and what did that mean to you? Because I mean, there are, there were, there were. Um, I was actually thinking the other day, and uh, and it didn't, it didn't go further than just like a tweet. But I was thinking about boy girl parties, yeah. and how weird that is as a concept. Because I never—I uh, don't want to misrepresent myself. I wasn't uh, making out with anyone at those parties. Maybe like a spin the bottle game, or I would just slow dance with a girl. But these parties, at least in my hometown, my definition of this is the parents are home. Every all the kids get dropped off. This is maybe sixth, seventh, eighth grade, eleven, twelve, thirteen, whatever. Uh, parents are doing whatever. Kids, there's a open bowl of Cheetos, there's some sodas, uh, there's there's pop music playing, and there's a slow dancing, and then kids are just making out. It's just happening. Yeah. The point is that like I think that we weren't we were friends with the cooler kids. It was like kind of indie cool kids. Right. I guess in junior high that were like more edgy than yeah. we were, and there were there were makeout parties that we I went to, but I like. I didn't make out. I, I made out in like a spin the bottle. Yeah, that counts. Which was dope. Yeah. Um, but um, but no, what I, like there was some weird parties that maybe even made me feel uncomfortable at the time, and I think are kind of like creepy now. Like, like what? Um, well, like w- there was a party at um, I believe his house, like in like the Hollywood Hills. Trevor's. Oh, no, like a lawn's house, like in the in the Hollywood Hills. Right. And it was like there was all these like. 
cute girls there, and there was like drinking. Alon Raphael? Yeah. Wait, so we can't. <laughs> yeah, that. we'll just bleep every name. It's fine. <laughs> no, so I don't know. It was just like we were at that I, at that party. I remember feeling like I, there was another girl who was equally uncomfortable. So I felt like a kind of romantic bond with yes. her. But then everyone else, I feel like there was like right. like uh, boob touching and. Uh, Pussy yeah, eating, didn't. stuff yeah, like yeah, that yeah. seemed like. And this is junior high. Yeah, like when maybe we're like eighth grade. That's wild, man. And so yeah. and there was like drugs and alcohol. There was definitely like, some party where a guy was, was who it was uh, where he he's not alive anymore. Oh god, I can't. This is so awkward. We were talking about real people. <laughs> I I don't know. I just feel like it's kind of strange. Being a party. We talked about a lot of real people in the mirror episode. Yeah, but they're like people we... Yeah, I don't know. Famous. These are people we don't talk to anymore. <laughs> no, but it's like people we're we... are trying to impress him because he's famous. <laughs> These are people like we don't know anymore. You know, I mean, Amir, we were talking about people we like actually still yeah, have sure. in our lives. Yeah, sure. We would it, would it really matter? Yeah. Every person in that uh, on that podcast you were mentioned was... I was waiting for me to be mentioned and I wasn't. That's <laughs> <laughs> a bummer. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I had no control over that. No. I kept try- I kept stri- slipping on pieces of paper like, you guys want to talk about Josh? Want to talk about Josh? And they were like, no, no. And they like cut out the nose. They're like, Ooh. cut out, make an edit where I do I say no to Dave, but we're not talking about Josh. That's so mean, yeah. Sean. Yeah, but also we're gonna have to edit this part out of this episode, oh, sure. so it's like none of this <laughs> even happens. True. Yeah. You know, he uh, there's a very specific narrative that we're trying to. Uh, he, uh, we're nice guys. We like, but uh, there's like, there's an undercurrent of you guys are of storytellers. Deep darkness. Yeah. Deep darkness. We're not trying to win the moth here with our stories. We're trying to win. Although we submit every week. <laughs> <laughs> every week, even when there isn't yeah, yeah. a show. But you can do well, recording. You know, I thought you said win the mafia and not win the moth. That makes sense. No, we're trying to win the moth story slam. But I would like to also win the mafia. <laughs> do you think I could make it for... Wait, this, this is an interesting question to me. How long do you think you'd make it as like... You know, like your typical mob movie where it's like, it's not like you're a crime boss, but it's you're the kid who is like sweeping the floor at the barbershop. And it's like, hey, kid, you want to make some extra money? I feel like I would last a half of a day. Like they'd be like, take this newspaper and, and run it across the street. And I would like accidentally open the newspaper and like cash would just fly everywhere. And I'd be like, oh, it was cash <laughs> like from the middle of the street. Like, Tommy, Tony, guys, the cash dropped into a puddle. Like, I feel like they would just kill me immediately. I'm actually descended from a long line of, like, really low-level, like, mob dudes. Are you really? Like, really low-level. Like, like my grand... My, my you great, never told me this, by the way. You never asked. <laughs> <laughs> like, my great-grandfather... Jewish mafia? Yeah, like, like Meyer Lansky and, like... In Ooh. Brooklyn, Brownsville and stuff. Right. But, like, my great-grandfather... My, great my dad would say, yeah... He had an in- impeccable penmanship. Right. And so when the mob dudes needed like to yes. have some stuff like copied, they would call your great-grandfather. Yes. <laughs> That's such a good low-level mob and then, job. And then my mom's uh, uncle, uh, Uncle Sonny, he was like such a – it was in the 70s in L.A. He was such like a shitty mobster that like, um, like the, the lo- level above him was like – they came to his house in Canoga Park, and my nana was there, and she, she was. They're like, "Where's Sonny?" And she's like, "You got Sonny. If you if you mess with Sonny, I'm gonna chop you with this knife." And they like never came back. Like, oh my god! Like, so this old lady, she had a, she had a tiny knife. We can't go back to that house, Vinny. We can't go. That's so funny. Dave knows now more about me than you do. Yeah, it's insane. I'm, I mean, I mean, I I love it. You also know more about. 
uh, me throwing cinder blocks through. <laughs> but honestly, <laughs> we did. We, we what we have learned is that there, it's there's a tiny, tiny chance that that happened. There, it, like I, it didn't come from nowhere. I can't. So many of our <laughs> elementary school teachers are dead now. Also, really? Yeah. I mean, Mr. Hart and like Miss Foley, I think. You know that? Brett the Hitman Hart and Mick Foley? <laughs> yeah. Oh, she wasn't yours. Yeah, yeah. We met in second grade. I just her. found out, uh, just out of pure curiosity, the name of my sixth, uh, no, sixth or seventh grade, early middle school, I took French for one year and before uh, Spanish the rest of the time. But my, my seventh or sixth grade, might have even been sixth because I would have been 11, French teacher was this young, attractive gay man who I don't think was necessarily out but was like seemed like he was in his some kind of 20s like early to mid and was just really super well liked really nice and I remember specifically like really good looking and I looked him up he's still teaching French at my middle school he looks younger than I do (laughs) and he's like married to like a really good looking dude Younger than me, like I like, I, you know, I'm 32. I took Weird that class ring. when I was 11, <laughs> and I think he, he, I don't, he can't be any older than like, he, he see, he's probably 45. Yeah, that's weird. But yeah, because like they're not that much older. Like they like, I mean, if they're a young teacher, yeah, they could be just. It's so weird. They just younger. really seem so infinitely older than you, though. <laughs> yeah, they seem like giants. That you're like, you're like, I'll never get to that period of yeah. I mean, you know, that period of my life at any point, you know. Until I mean, you they, look uh, at your parents the same way too, you know. Did you have any uh, attractive high school teachers that you were into or that oh, your friends were into? What's her name? Was, like the art teacher. She yeah, Miss Miss Miller. Yeah. Yeah. Were there any like close calls, or did anybody like? Were there any scandals? In your oh school? my god! Yeah. yeah I mean, our school is crazy. Well, like, first, of all, th- first of all, yeah. It's, you, you, uh, our school. So we like we we grew up in in Los Angeles, and like there's like, we yeah. went to public high school, but we went to a school that was like a magnet school, mm-hmm. and actually it's the first magnet in the country. And oh, it was cool. a, It was because like in the in this I love giving context. Cause <laughs> I'm like a historical materialist, but like from like the in the 70s there was like school busing. Like there was a concern that like. Black kids essentially were going to come into the valley, and white kids were going to have to get bussed into the city, and that was like what caused white flight in this in like Los Angeles. Oh, okay. So, so many communities like Calabasas and Valencia were like basically developed because out of fear of having to like integrated schools. But our school's program—I don't know if you know this—the like, the program for our school was like, what if we just like bust kids to this like random place for a specific like like area of study, which I was like yeah. the humanities. So we went to like this humanities magnet that was like. Like philosophy ph- and, philosophy and, and arts like, and you know uh, I mean w- w- you know like we just, uh, I mean we like we, we race had, and gender the, ph- and, the philosophy yeah. of aesthetics which is or the philosophy of art which was like offered for twenty weeks and that was like three times longer than any like art class in my or art philosophy class like in my college so it was like pretty intense but there was all, because the, the 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 school was so intense intense relationships were f- bound between the yeah. teachers and the students and in some cases. Yeah. The spicy they, stuff. The Sean's spicy gonna, stuff. Sean, the spicy Sean's, stuff. Sean's gonna dish out the spicy. Oh stuff. man! I mean, I. <laughs> just the, let's I, see. I, specific. We can't do this. I can't. I can't say. I didn't overshoot that. Sorry. No, 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 no. That's. I was just like, I just like, was like, I'm like, here's ninety percent of yeah. a thing, and the last ten percent. Teacher, some teachers were fired over actual, you know, uh, relations with the students. Yeah. Yeah. So this is high school. High school. These are juniors, seniors, younger. Kids, junior, senior, 
was there. No, no, no. I'm asking, <laughs> were these kids, like, was it, was it, you know, hey, I'm 17 and my birthday's in a month? Or was it like, you know, were, were these I like. I think uh, that one of them was a 17 year old, maybe, like, probably like a 17 or an 18 year old, I think, you know, who was, who was attending high school at the time, I think. Yeah. My. Uh, in, so what are you saying? Sorry. No, yeah. I'm just saying, like, yeah. I, it's weird because you, just even me saying, like, was it, was she, was it, was it, a, were the kids of age? Even no matter what, it's weird because I mean, I feel I met maybe like a nineteen-year-old like a year or so ago, like whatever. I like had a conversation and was like, "Jesus Christ! Like this, you are a baby." And imagining being like a forty-whatever-year-old, like, and and obviously there's different you know levels of maturity. But I feel like if I was in high school and a teacher was like, "Hey, you're cute." As a kid, I'd be like, really? Thanks. Cool. I'll have sex with you for probably the first time in my entire life. But in hindsight, it's like, what the fuck was going on with you? You you were like 38? When, what, what was going on? Like, Because like, we, we had a couple of uh, – the, the track teacher in um, – like the track coach who was also an English teacher in my middle school or high school. I can't remember. But I forget what his name was. But he started – like a weird affair with a girl that was like in our school. It was like a huge weird scandal. And instead of it, and like really double down on it. It wasn't like, I'm sorry. There was no like public apology. He just left the school and then they had a kid. Yeah. And I don't know if they're still together. It was one of those weird, like there was, there was a scandal where my English teacher, um, the year after I had her as a teacher, who was maybe 26, not the most like, you wouldn't picture hot for teacher playing like when she was walking down the hall, but uh, went to a like Dave Matthews concert with uh, one of the football players and was like spotted uh, making out with that dude. And so it was then but Dave is so romantic. I know. I know. I mean, it's hard not to it's hard not to to sort of whatever you're swaying during crash into me. Your 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 hands gently touch. Then next thing you know, holding hands hand on a hip nuzzling a neck then who knows i mean it's dave's fault and up to elbow and <laughs> elbow neck shoulder head shoulders knees toes back of the knee a gentle tickle a whisper that's my favorite dave matthews song yeah that's, that's a whisper a tickle whisper a tickle um uh that was oh yeah that was uh she didn't even leave the school i think and i looked her up and that teacher she's still teaching somewhere it's so weird when that shit happens. Yeah. yeah. But um, nothing, uh, nothing will top uh, when I got to high school, my first week of ninth grade, the vice principal, who was like a new vice principal that was super nice, uh, Mr. Pickering. And I don't I – mean, whatever. I don't, I don't care. He deserves to have his name out there. Uh, w- like very man about town. Like, hey, kids, how's it going? I'm a nice guy. Uh, we're like, hey, what a nice guy that is. Weeks into the school year, he was like apprehended. Oh it's not. This is not funny. I mean, well, no, it's not funny, and fuck him. But he was apprehended in uh, an elementary school oh. parking lot, driving pants around ankles, porn in his passenger seat, oh, like, geez. like throwing in, cinder blocks out the yeah, window, throwing cinder blocks through his own windshield. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm sure whoever apprehended him, I'm sure was like, what the fuck are you? Like, it was his own town. Not, not that. Whatever. Not that I'm trying to give him pointers about where to be a pedophile. Yeah, so wait, like where you're from is like it's a contained place. Tiny, tiny, tiny oh, town, uh, suburban Massachusetts. Um, 
30,000 people, maybe less. I don't remember exactly the yeah, number, yeah, but right. it's a small town. Wow. Very tiny, very close-knit community. Three elementary schools, one middle school, one high school. Um, and, and yeah, like... I don't know if it was just because it was like pre-social media and like the internet was a baby, but it, it this was not a scandal that rocked the community. He was like dispensed with. There were whispers of it, and then I never heard about it again. Wow. But I will always remember it because I met that dude. He was like, "Hello, kids! Like, welcome to high school. I'm your, I'm a normal man." Then, <laughs> well, see, that should have been the tip off. Is that no, he said I, that. It no, sounds well, defensive. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, come to think of it, what are you trying to hide, buddy? Yeah. Like, no, it's normal to say you're normal. And then I was just like, I'm a normal boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, really, really weird. Um, high school, very like. I mean, there were just like a lot of eleventh uh, grade. Eleventh grade was crazy. They had uh, what well, we we had heard that the year before us, they had in this is in the curriculum, they had all the 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 guys in school rank. I mean, all the guys in magnet rank all the girls in school in order of phys- physical attractiveness. Oh God! <laughs> and vice versa, right? You'd never heard this. That was something that ha- that we heard was going to happen. Oh, no, we that's remember, the grade before. I remember us, hearing that, that. I remember and hearing then they that. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. they discontinued that. You know, what I, I so you know, the, I'm not saying Mr. Miller actually recently passed away, too. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was just it was very intense, and I thought a lot of it felt like there was a lot of God, how can I say this without dishonoring a man who just no, the, he was great, he was a great teacher, but I'm saying yeah, it just felt to a certain uh, Sean has very unique they, critiques of social justice warriors, whereas for what me, are you talking about? That's <laughs> yeah, bullshit. let's talk about it. Josh is joking right now. <laughs> well, what is it? What are you trying to say? Him? No, that wh- he was trying to orchestrate our emotions to like, do, oh yeah, yeah, certain thing. I mean, he was trying. He was trying to elevate the intensity of what was the experience. He wanted us. He he definitely like wanted. He you know. I mean, I'm not saying that he he received joy from seeing a girl you know a girl in high school crying at one of her friends you know but like the uh but she you know but he would i don't know he'd thrive on that stuff like you know i felt like well i don't know what exactly you're trying to say right now but like it sounds weird it's weird <laughs> it sounds like a it's weird thing to weird. do in a That's class what I'm saying, yeah. I, think that, I think that that particular exercise is weird and yeah. i think that that was like a weird yeah. thing and it's an uncomfortable thing and I think that what that program was trying to simulate, and I think it wasn't just that thing. No, I don't. I, was, I also but, know that there like are other in yeah. general for that program, and it was like to make white people feel uncomfortable because that's like a way to like to, open to people's see, eyes well, yeah, but to, to see like, a, to like a, a visual a diagram of the way that the you know that society is set up. And that, and to go, this is what it is. You you know these are these people are standing. These people are sitting on the floor. You're lower than them in society. And then of course that he wanted to raise you know raise like. But it wasn't just him though. I mean, it was like the no. Was I'm, like not, I'm not saying that like it was just him. So it wasn't like no, no, it wasn't. No, no, just and like I'm not a, saying that they were wrong. I'm just saying for this one particular thing where he's saying go to the place where you'd be perceived in a job interview. Yeah. What would most people think your race is? And then asks more Maureen, why are you mad at him? And doesn't try to like you know go hey. Well, I did actually, you know, to be fair, I did ask him where to go, you know, when you're, you know, when you're asked from a job. It's, I'm just I mean, saying, either like, way, it's an interesting, I mean, I, I think about this kind of stuff all the time because high school was weird for me uh, just because it wasn't like 
I was specifically awful at math, which I was, and not great at science or memorizing, which I was, and had severe ADD, and like you know have basically been on Ritalin or whatever kind of fucking prescription cocaine since then. Yeah. Uh, but I, you know, and obviously, not obviously, but uh, predictably great at English and creative writing and that kind of stuff. And and so teachers were whatever. Just the idea that, and this sounds kind of more provocative and thoughtful than your average public high school, but I just. And this isn't just to say, like, every other teacher was just fucking students. But uh, it is funny how, like, not anyone can be a teacher. Because to be a great teacher is an amazing thing. But it's really, like, (laughs) to go and just deal with these students every single day. Like, sometimes it was – I mean, I had teachers who were just, like, watch a movie. And, like, somehow I watched so many movies in, like, my biology class. And they weren't related like to the to the subject matter my teacher would be like hey, it's friday all right we're gonna watch uh forrest gump and we're like okay right. great we have an hour to watch forrest gump um but it's weird because like my my school uh was part of the metco program which was another like busing inner city kids to our tiny suburbs so it was probably like a 40 plus minute bus ride these kids have been up way earlier than us and it was like this kind of awkward not kind of it was very awkward we had the opposite of stand in a pyramid put yourself where you think you are it was just like hey this is it and there wasn't even like an assembly to say like hey uh it was just like a known thing at some point that like a bunch of i mean we were suburban jewish idiot sheltered kids i didn't even know how much of a minority jews were until i got to college and and like i met uh, kids who were specifically anti-Semitic and like wanted to make Jew jokes. I just imagined That's... you as Brendan Fraser. Coward. <laughs> 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 yeah, that was me every day, just reenacting school times. But um, but you're like Jew. Wait, what? I was, it was just <laughs> me looking in a mirror. So much, yeah. so much of our, our like, ex- I mean, some, most of the people we knew growing up were Jews. Yeah. So. So the so the idea of, of you know whatever these like a couple dozen like inner city black kids getting busted in, and it wasn't like us trying like having outstretched hands and them spitting on them it wasn't the vice versa it was just some sort of like we were aware of them they were aware of us and we it was just a very clear some of us were friends with the other kids it was just this weird there was nothing explicit there was no like hey guys let's all try to get along it was just like i don't i think i didn't even understand why they were being bust in from their town i was like why don't they go to their own school or i just didn't understand like I didn't understand anything outside of my own like dumb brain and world. Like I knew that there was a uh, machine next to the gym that sold Surge Cola, like oh. or Surge Soda. You know, and I can uh, use the Surge Cola right about now. Well, they started making, <laughs> they started making them again on Amazon. Yeah, well, yeah, now you can't can... have caffeine, Dave. Thanks for fucking rubbing it in my. For <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't think they sell them in stores. I think you can only get Surge Citrus Soda oh. on Amazon. Um, yeah. Totally nineties. Uh, pop in a, a VHS of Rocco's Modern Life and crack open a surge. But um, but yeah, I mean, I I I, I think somewhere in between that very con- confrontational um, uh, uh, exercise and just these are these kids that you may or may not want to talk to, and they just I mean those they didn't want to talk to us. We didn't. I remember. Uh, yeah, I just remember a, like. I would go like they're talking during class and like they like they didn't seem to be taking things seriously. But I also I was like, whatever. I mean, looking back, I'm like, fuck, that must have been hard. They probably had to get up at five in the morning. They hated all of us because why wouldn't you like we were dumb, idiot, like we were just all in a bubble and we were all in our own bubble and high school's weird. But I think uh, I think when you put on top of it, like some of those teachers were like 
eight years older than us. Like, it's yeah. a weird... Oh, God. I just think no, none of us should ever I'm go to school. I'm just happy I'm not a teacher. That's just, I mean, like, I respect what they do, but I, I can't. I think it's weird when people are like, well, you know, if this doesn't work out, this being whatever, I can always teach. No, you fucking can't. Like, a lot of people can't teach. Yeah. Some people can't even teach improv. Some people are bad teachers. Or someone who, like, might be good at, like, ostensibly the thing that they're teaching, but then they're just, like, terrible at, like, the actual like they're like someone could be an incredible writer and then they like they've written novels but then they like a bad creative writing teacher and then they can't yeah mr miller was a great teacher and he was you know he inspired passion in all the kids and everything i just thought there were certain exercises that were a little weird and a little out for for i don't doubt that he was a good teacher that's a weird exercise our age to be subjected to that before like we were emotionally developed you know is just it was kind of a weird thing so having my friend maureen cry it and yell at me in the auditorium was like a little bit like uh, this is not this is not okay. What's happening right now? Uh, did you how, how did what? You, Wait, say what oh, you. No, say. I just want you. I just feel like um, this part, or just like I, I'm just. I know the only person of my friends is going to listen to this is Maureen, and I wonder how comfortable she's going to be with her name on this. Oh well, whole let's thing. believe. Yeah, okay. I no, didn't know. I thought thing. that it was going to be okay. I though. don't know. I just because like. I don't know. Bleep it out. I mean, oh, I mean, if that's if it doesn't take. Or if yeah. it's a, not. I don't know. I, I'll just say it 20 times in a row right yeah. now. <laughs> no, I, I actually don't know if I... I just, oh, no. It just seems like... Like, or, I don't know how she would feel about it. Maybe it's not a big deal, but it's like... I'm on not even like... Space. I'm saying that Mr. Miller was the one that was responsible. Are you saying just not even talk like about featured. that? I don't know. Does she know that story? Did you ever tell her that? Did you ever tell her that story? No. Oh, well, then... I thought you would say it because, you know... No, know. I thought you would have said it. This is going to be on the chopping block. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's just like uh, whatever. What's happening? Was that a weird day for you guys at school? No, no it's fine. It's it's it was a no, so no, no. It's I didn't I'm know, not sure that if story, I can mention that story this. Is like really, I, it's really interesting that that story really sets you off. It doesn't that, set me off. Well, it's it, just like it, you get energized about it. I get energized yeah. at Mr. Miller just because I was like, sure. and this then is I'm, a very my, odd. And you my know. thing that feels just like a little bit uncomfortable is, uh, is just. Is that Maureen is featured in that story? Yeah, and then like she, I don't know if she, because I'm still fairly. We're like newer in our relationship. Yeah, if it's not, know each other. Yeah. I don't know. I just. When did you guys reconnect? Did you always been friends? Yeah. Well, no. I mean, look, we <laughs> maybe cut just the part of me being awkward out. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's yeah. yeah. If that's uh, fine, no, no, we, <laughs> it's gonna be a yeah, lot. We, we, we reconnected like um, on Thanksgiving. Like every year on Thanksgiving, I have like a uh, people come to this bar. It's so cute. House. Yeah, and they're just you know, they're and like, everyone just comes there, and uh, yeah. and Maureen was back there. in high school. They went on a date. Yeah, Can we, we talk about this? This yeah. is fine. This is cute. Yeah, so we, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love this. Yeah. yeah, so no, so we reconnected over Thanksgiving and then like we went on some dates and it was really cool because like I, you know, Maureen's from the Valley and I never realized that like I just wanted someone um, who like could get me and how much the Valley is a part of like my identity. And so it's really cool to like be with yeah. her. And we, and Sean was saying, we, we went on a date like when we were in, High school to um, to see the Blair Witch Project. Cool, which was ninety nine. <laughs> Jesus, it was, <laughs> it was good. It didn't turn out as well as it did in two thousand fifteen, but <laughs> <laughs> the date the date didn't. <laughs> the date didn't. No, because it was weird. Like, was that movie real? Was that movie fake? Was this a real date? Was this fake? They found the footage. Did, are we finding ourselves and <laughs> making a connection with each other? I think. I mean, honestly, I, like. <sighs> The everything you're saying to me is like so like re, just having like 
there's a place called Golden China in Canton, Massachusetts. It is the town over from where I grew up. It was it's like a, a, a Chinese restaurant that I think serves doesn't card or whatever. But when kids would come back home for Thanksgiving during college semesters, like during, you know, whatever, I'm a junior, I'm a senior, I'm a freshman. They would all congregate with, quote unquote, the bad kids, like the kids who were in the grade above me who were in like metal bands and would like drive me around in their shitty vans to go to like VFW halls and, and see weird uh, new metal shows and screamo bands. And uh, they would those were the kids who would go in their oversized tool sweatshirts to go to Golden China and get drunk. And like I never re- and I think like other social circles would, would go into the fold too and go to this restaurant. I don't know if it's still a tradition. I haven't been back. I went back for Thanksgiving a couple years ago, but I don't go. My brother actually just moved to San Francisco. So my parents and my aunt still live in Boston, but, or Massachusetts, but, uh, I don't have that. Like I, I just, the idea of, I just, whatever i'm a huge narcissist but the idea of you you talking about i reconnected with this girl we had this thanksgiving thing we were in high school together completely adorable story but i was like could i name one person that i went to high school with that i could be like hey remember me like uh hey we should we should go out we should go out again i can't name one person that i felt like a real strong connection with that i i mean high school I had a lot of great friends, but what about I, I mean, Mr. Pickering in there. <laughs> Mr. Pickering, he'd be like, "You're a little old for me." <laughs> Sorry, no offense. You were a little old for me then. It's weird. It's weird because like the store, that story, or just like the the fact that me and Sean are still friends is like it feels very like provincial, you know, like that we're just we could be from like some some small town where like we just never left and we like did our same thing for forever, and that's it's weird because now. You know, I have not wanted that. I've, like, been a travel writer, and, like, I've lived away, and I've, like, done all these things. But, like, at this point, I I just feel like I feel comfortable in L.A. I can go to, like, have dinner with my aunt or, like, go to, you know, see our friends. We can see, like, we went to a movie with Sean's sister last week. Yeah. There's something – I never – maybe it's because we're – I'm 32 also, you know. It's I mean, obviously – um, but it's it's something that maybe just at this age is, like, kind of nice to have some comfort. Like, I don't – I, I, you know, I love do being meeting new people and doing weird things, but like it's kind of sometimes you make them comfortable. You know, to it's, like, it's a Joseph Campbell's uh, hero's journey. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I no, I do think that's super nice, and it, and it is funny to like. I mean, the idea of the valley. Uh, I, I think a an outside of L.A. resident would would their associations with the valley would be the movie Valley Girl, Clueless. The fact that uh, Encino Man, uh, uh, yeah, Encino, <laughs> but the fact that in, in Saved by the Bell, their I think their rival high school was Valley High or something like that, oh, yeah. which is weird because they they were like in it, it was some weird uh, uh, Nether LA where like Malibu and Burbank were next to each other or something. It was like <laughs> oh yeah, Bayside and Valley. So it was like Dimples, to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Sardos, which Sardos. is like the creepier Dimples. Um, no, I mean, I think, I think that I, God, I think it's, I think it's really cool to know a version of, I mean, when I first started, when I first moved to LA, we would go to, um, uh, what the hell's in a uh, Foxfire room. That's where we uh, meet. Yeah. That's where they met. Yeah. Yeah. That's so Jarrett and Sean, uh, would like invite us and Jared's and- also, I feel like Jared and like, it was, I didn't start the thing of meeting at Foxfire. It's like Jared or like, or maybe like Stephanie or someone like someone, I think it was the same crew who always met yeah. Foxfire. That's why we were there. Like that was wow. Wait, that I was on Christmas, right? You so you've been together for almost a year. Yeah, that's great. That's great, that. man. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, but I, I just, I do think it's cool because I, I didn't think about it at the time this way because I just was so new to LA. I would, I would hop on, uh, I would hop in my Nissan Maxima and go from my apartment in Echo Park to wherever. And I, no matter where I went, I would take the 101. So I took the, just cause I, I had an association in my brain of like freeway take you place. Mm-hmm. Like I would go, <laughs> Oh, we're going to Burbank. We're going to off of Sepulveda. We're going like Hollywood. I never took surface roads because I was just like the 101 is there for me. And I feel like I, I just sat in traffic for the first three years I lived out here. But just having no association, I'll go to this bar, I'll go to that bar, I'll go to this restaurant. I would go to Foxfire Room, not knowing that like there was any kind of association or that it was actually in. I like my uh, idea of the valley was 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 being shaped and I didn't even know and it's kind of cool to like that you guys grew up there and like oh, have, have yeah. like a cool association with so it. So now you've been in LA for 10 years. Do you, yeah. do you feel like you have kind of that, this network or like a community of people that are kind of like the way that we talk about our high school? Because, you know, like we've been talking, like when we, I think, ago, I, I think Gabe does, ago, yeah. 10 years ago when we were like 22, we would talk about life in that part of the valley 10 years before that. Yeah, yeah. So, then, so it's like that same amount of time is allowed. I mean, it's just, you know, it's, it's shifting all the time. I mean, my, my community was UCB and now there's two UCBs and now I go to shows and, and, and I, I like coach a team full of people who are slightly younger than me. And then under them is a generation of people who came up and are on teams and under them is a generation of people who go see shows. And I just, like, that is when I go and say like, people are young, holy shit. And then I realized, oh, I was 22 when I started coming here every single day of my life. It is just this weird cycle, but I have a, I definitely have a community. They're just, we're all like growing up. My, uh, my sketch group, a kiss from daddy that I have been in for seven plus years is, uh, is stepping down, like ending our monthly run of shows, uh, on November 14th. So, and I've been kind of like out of the loop there. So we've been rehearsing for this show and it's just weird to be like, to look at the, 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 you know, the, the PDF, like as it sits in like the Dropbox where we're memorizing off of our iPads yeah, and going like, crazy. Oh, yeah. we used to, I used to have to go print out scripts at my PA job. Oh, yeah. And now I, yeah. then I would read it off of my shitty old droid. And now I have an iPad mini and, and, uh, and you know, um, you know, we're going to be retiring and it's just like to make way for a new weird, uh, generation of idiots who come and move out here. But it, I mean, I definitely, uh, I feel a cool sort of, association with this place it does it does feel like my home but i also think that that could change and at the drop of a hat if someone was like there's a job for you like go to austin and write a movie i'd be like bye (laughs) but only because uh i'm curious about other things but same with the way you were like i am i've been a travel writer and i could i've been all over the place and this place still feels like home i think i could come back here after being gone for five years uh and by that i mean i'm leaving i'm gonna go Tomorrow, oh, I moved really? to yeah. I, tomorrow, I'm moving to New York, and I'm working on. Uh, so I'm gonna be is... I'm gonna be uh, Jimmy Fallon's uh, Jaeger boy. I'm gonna go bring him alcohol. Really? Yeah. That's and he needs to ship someone in from Los Angeles to do that. My the way I do it is really uh, specific. specific. Yeah, I'm sneaky, so I can like go and go like under his desk while he's while still. the show is on the air. Yeah, and then I pour. The Jägermeister, because he's kind of a bit of a party. He's forty-one, but he's still a party boy. You know Jimmy Fallon; he likes to party. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, so I take I when no one's looking, I take his little coffee mug and then I put some Jägermeister in it and then I put it back on the table and then I scamper away. No way! I'm the only one who can do it undetected and unheard. Wow! So I guess that's a big bombshell. I'm leaving. (laughs) 
but uh, but Josh is my final app. Repl- Josh is my permanent replacement. <laughs> uh, final app. I'm sorry, I'm not. <laughs> um, podcast is just about like specific people that we knew. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> call it little valleys. Uh, but we should we should probably wrap up. Um, we got a we got a nice email that I'll read and a nice email that I won't read. Uh, so two total. Um, <laughs> Uh, if you like the show, please rate, comment, and subscribe. You can email us at littlecutiespod at gmail.com. Uh, there's a really nice uh, email that somebody left us that uh, I do not have permission from him to read, so I won't be reading it. But uh, there's one that I will read um, that I thought was really sweet, and I'm going to find it. You guys can vamp for a hot sec if you want. What's vamp? <laughs> <laughs> you did it. Uh Okay, yeah, okay, I was asked to not, okay, so I'm going to read one. Okay. Hey, little cuties, I've been listening to your podcast since I heard you guys on Harmontown, and I love it. I'm only about 20 years old, so I feel like it's a little more acceptable to be a little cutie, but I identify with you guys a lot. I've never once in my whole life imagined that I would be an adult man with responsibilities. (laughs) I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I'm glad that yours is one of them. You guys have inspired me to get a short radio show on my campus radio station and to start going to open mics at a local comedy club. Anyways, thanks for the sweet pod. Fan, maybe friend of the podcast, Nathan Smith. Thanks, Nathan. Thanks, Nathan. That's great. Uh, uh, that's great. And um, and uh, and, what's he gonna plan his radio show? Do you think? Probably our our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that gets a little herky jerky yeah. with copyright stuff. But YouTube feel free to videos just, and replicate it. Feel it. free to just play our uh, our podcast on your show. And uh, Sean and I have more shorts coming out soon. We're gonna be shooting them again, and um, and we'll we'll uh, we'll keep you guys informed of any goings on with the two of us uh josh is there anything you'd like to plug or promote you have a fun Twitter? yeah man i started using snapchat oh seriously really yeah uh, maureen got me on snapchat damn dude um it's pretty fun because it's like all the dumb stuff that you were tweeting like in 2009 um before you realized it would just be with you forever yes but it's not there anymore it so goes like, away yesterday I, did you i mean could, did you actually hear coyotes last night no I but i saw a coyote on the way home from work today really yeah it's creepy. I from my from my house, which is like on Hollywood, like I I could hear the coyote, so I was able to record that. Um, and then I went to the storage unit today, and I just filmed myself there. It's kind of dumb, but anyway, that's Professor Curls on Snapchat. Ah, Professor Curls been, on Snapchat. Yeah. Is that is that it's a, been around for a long time? Yeah, Professor my, Curls. Um, is that a DJ name? It was a DJ name. It like actually on like the I had been DJ Jew for a minute, like which is stupid because sure. every Jewish kid was that but um but i was on some message board why not dju that was what i did (laughs) (laughs) it didn't didn't really Uh, a friend of mine had a dated a guy in toronto who went who had a musical project called dr ew and his name was drew and i thought that was (laughs) i thought that was really cool and it's good music too search for dr ew (laughs) although i don't know how you'd find it um i'm also at joshua heller on instagram and twitter yeah get on it get on it and if um, you're into snaps, do it. I tr- I try, I try with Snapchat, and I feel like uh, I feel like it's a young person's game. Did you yeah. do the one? Have you ever done it where your face gets all weird? No, where you're oh, puking sure. a rainbow yeah. and stuff. Oh yeah, actually, I got some. The monster one. one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, we'll follow Josh on everything. Thanks, uh, thanks so much Thank for you, uh, telling some some you, fun stories. <laughs> uh, it was great to have you on. Sean, anything you'd like to say before we get out of here? Um, I no, I you know this is a, this is just this is cool. This is cool, you guys. This is cool. This is cool. Hey, 
I'm we glad good? we're doing this. We good? <laughs> yeah, okay. I feel good. All right, let's go unlock the gates. Okay. Bye, guys. Feral Audio. of the United States government, it is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.